Elevate Visual is a proud sponsor of the Nerd Podcast. Let Elevate Visual help you with your next videography project, including licensed drone services, real estate video tours, business promotional videos and advertisements, and much more. Give Brandon a call today at 320-491-4418. What the uh, what in the uh, world? We had a week off. What the hell you been we had up two to? Two weeks off, didn't we? What one? What the hell? Was it only one? Yeah. What the hell you been up to? Uh working, um, <laughs> golfing. <laughs> You've actually been golfing? Uh, been, yeah, a couple I've, times. I've been golfing in forever. Uh, mowing grass. Did that yesterday. Um, watched Twins end the nineteen-year playoff oh, drought yesterday. Uh, watching the Vikings get their asses kicked and then getting a charity win last week. Correct. Um, watching some racing. Correct. <clears throat> yep. Yep. That's, uh, right. Mr. Flatten. Yep. Yep. We got to rip on Ryan yeah. Flatten a little bit. <laughs> uh, that's about it. Bridesmaid. Put his bridesmaid dress on again. Madison. That's all right. Bridesmaid's better than wrecked. Yeah. Valid point. If you're not first, you're last, right? Uh, pretty much, yeah. That means there's a lot of losers in the world. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Well, anyway, here we're back with the Dirt Podcast, back with uh, Season 2, Episode 26. Is it 26? How's the, how's the hockey program starting out for the year? For Good. The we're 2-1. 2 Not one. bad. We only played three games. Only got 2-1, and one, three on the road? All three on the road. Oh, shit. Oh. You go two, you go two and one on the road all year long, you're going to be in great shape. Right, exactly. Home opener this Saturday night. Right, 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 right. So there you go. If you don't want to go give uh, Chris Depp and your money at Ogilvy, <laughs> huh. head on over to the RCC and uh, yeah, go but to a fight and watch a hockey game. Break at least, out. at least when you, <laughs> at least, uh, at least that you don't cancel a race, you still get paid. <laughs> oh, oh boy. hot off the press, news flash. So you know the Can Am clash got canceled, correct? Correct. You know that. Yep. Um, and now there's been some turmoil there between the two. Um, we thought they were working together with Red Cedar and Fye and Gondik and them. Yep. Um, turns out uh, not really. No. So what happened was obviously this Mater thing's been pushed back twice now. Correct. So the original one. Now they were doing it with the Punky that got canceled. So that would have been um, what was that two weeks ago? The the makeup got yeah. canceled. Yeah. During the Punky, right? Mm-hmm. So um, during that time, um, and Gus. Uh, was at Red Cedar at the race, and it got rained out, and they canceled it, and they went right to Gus and said, hey, can we reschedule this? Yep, absolutely. Gus said, yep, shouldn't be a problem. Called Rod. Yep, absolutely, shouldn't be a problem. Reschedule it. Got all their press releases out, got redid their purse, did everything. Mm-hmm. Guess who calls them three days later? I can only imagine it might have been Chris Stepp. No, Wasota calls him back, says, no, you can't do it. What? If you, 150 mile rule or what? Well, 147. Well, then bullshit. It's over 150. That was 100. It was 147 miles to part. I guess I don't know. But it's late models, specials 150, right? Right. So they were under it. They were. It was correct. Within, well, so whatever. So they said no, can't run it. So and if, if you do run, if you do run, no national points. 
you're going to get fined, and you're going to be put on a year probation. This is what Wasota told them. Told this to Red Cedar. After telling them it was okay, come back and tell them, come this. Okay? So who made that decision? Huh. Who do you think? <clears throat> Might not have been the director of the Late Model Challenge Series, would it? No. Who else works over there? We put two and two together. Nah, I'm sure who no, it came back you, to. Don't even tell me. Well, there you go. Okay, so then get this. So Rod says yes. Gus says yes. And then all of a sudden, there's an administrative action. That's like, <laughs> well, Callie's the only other person there. Well, I don't know. So then, Mr. Fye, you know we we'll cancel it for you guys. Blah blah. He said, but I got. I don't have a job anymore. This is my only income. I got people that were banking on working at Gondick that need the money, blah, blah, blah. Got Red Cedar to write him a check to pay for his ex- some expenses up at Gondick Law. Dead well, if, if Red Cedar's dumb enough to write him a check, then you know what? They're just they're no better than Wasota. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to tell you, this is a, this is a zero-sum game of stupidity right here. So at the end, so at the end of the day, it's just, it's all three of their faults. Basically, is what it comes down to. Well, here's here's the deal, <clears throat> and I I don't know. You and I spent some time with Como Joe last year at the 100. Mm-hmm. Good dude. Mm-hmm. Seems like a pretty smart guy. All right, knows what side his <clears throat> bread's buttered on. Throw Chris Steppen's ass out of your facility. Well, you you don't need him. No. And then now, so he does pulls this pulls this with with Menominee, and Menominee buys into it. So th- this obviously is all over. The, if we know about it, everybody knows about it. Right? Probably no. Well, they're going to. No, they're going to. Not only the people involved. Why do you want? Why do you want your facility tied up into this crap? <clears throat> exactly. You don't. You, you, you don't. There's nothing good coming out of this for you, Como Joe. And and Red Cedar's big thing is like they they go like listen this is this is our big special. You know what I mean? We only, it is. we only have one where Gonic Law's got, they're nonstop. That's all they're doing well, up there. Because it's enterprise. Remember the last podcast when I was telling everybody where to go and spend their money to support racetracks and not enterprise? Right. And you notice all the FYE shows were on the enterprise list? Right. It's because of shit like this. Right. This is why. Yep. Yep. So, so that's what's going down there. Obviously, uh, Can-Am's getting canceled. Um, Which what probably wouldn't have happened anyway. And then, well, well, the weather's a little bit nicer next yeah, weekend. But this weekend's gonna be this weekend's rough. That thing's like a what three for seven, three for eight. But I you're mean, looking at mid sixties all three days up there. So yeah, but you know, right now, you know how fast that changes with Lake Superior in the backdrop. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So yeah, so a little bit of uh, I mean, I don't know. They <laughs> first off, Wasota, okay. Before saying yes to something, correct, Gus? Oh, yeah, go. Uh, you're fine. Let, let's sit down, figure some stuff out here. You know what I mean? Hey, let's say, well, God, man, they got the can amp. That should work. Hey, and you're, you're, Gus probably, I, I'm going out to bat for Gus here, okay? Because I've always known Gus to be, every time I've talked to him, he's been a good guy. 100%. Yep. He seems like a no bullshit guy. Yep. Gus probably, in his due diligence, he probably knows how far these tracks are apart. Probably. And he probably knows what the rules are because he's been on the board forever. 
So when they said, can we reschedule this? And he knew there was 147 miles between tracks, if that's what the number is. What? Who then knows? If that's Billy, the case. Billy's got to get Rand McNally out and figure that out. Well, but here's the deal. <laughs> so it's a simple yes or no question. And if that's the case, he answered it correctly. So who the hell is anyone else to say otherwise? Yeah, I hear you. If Rod said the same thing, okay, so you got a board member says yes, you got an executive director says yes. If they're right, are you checking out Rand McNally right now? No, I, I don't. Even, what the hell? I don't even know what the hell Rand McNally is. Okay, I'm pulling it up. <laughs> we're we're going to get to the bottom of this bullshit. No, I'm just pulling up my old um, trusty iPhone over there. Well, I got 146 miles. So the rule, you got to go on Rand McNally. One, yeah, I'm on Rand McNally right now. And you got to go track to track. Track address yep. to track address is the 100% definition in the bylaws. Okay. <clears throat> what the hell is this all bullshit here now? Can, uh, I don't want to buy nothing. I just want to know how far something is. R-A-N-D. <laughs> Rand McNally. You got the app? You should have the app. They got to have an app, don't got they? got no app. I don't got shit. <laughs> You got a Samsung over there. That's no, why. That, that's because that's why it works. <laughs> <laughs> Just because oh, I don't okay. have the right shit loaded on it doesn't that ain't phone problem. <laughs> you know what? Screw it. I'm I'm boycotting Rand McNally. I'm going to Google Maps because you know I what? went they to Google Maps and, and it's it says, got one forty six. Okay, so if but I'm that's gonna, not the rules. Billy's Billiam <clears throat> Billiam says you got to go by. Rand McNally. Uh, guess what? GPS is GPS. That doesn't dis- doesn't discriminate. I got 147. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. 147. Okay. All right. So the number is accurate. So that means, all right. So Chris Steppen still the director of the Challenge Series, correct? Yeah. That means he's getting paid from Wissota. Yeah. He's getting paid from Wissota, and he's also promoting a show under Wissota sanctioning. Yes. Biggest conflict of interest in the world. And then mysteriously, a Wissota employee says, you can't run this or you're going to get a fine and you're going to get probation and all this other shit when it's one another Wissota employee that's running, that's putting on the competing show. I have a solution to this problem. Chris Steppen, you're going to make a decision. You're either going to promote the Challenge Series you're going to be, or you're going to promote FYE. You're not doing both. We're mm-hmm. going to get all the conflicts and bullshit out of this thing. Number two, if there's any of that bullshit going on, which is being accused, that person needs to be fired immediately. Mm-hmm. And, and then and then get some hard rules that everybody knows that everybody can follow. Well, there are. They're printed right now. And and if And if you are within the deal, pick the phone up and have a conversation. Have a civil conversation. Yeah. Correct? It, th- this is the equivalent of calling the mayor when the neighbor's dog took a shit in your yard. <laughs> right. That's yeah. what it is. It could have all been solved simply. So, yeah. So, that's the uh, that's what's going on with um, with what went down with the Can-Am and the um, Red Cedar Mater makeup for so, next weekend. Red Cedar was dumb enough to write him a check. Mm-hmm. Um, who's the village idiot that did that? 
I have no idea. They're board ran. Oh. <clears throat> but, um, you know, uh, what are you going to do? What, what, what are you going to do? <laughs> You're going to get out the rule book. You're going to quote the rules, the restrictions. You're going to go on Rand McMally. You're going to say it's 147 miles, and you're going to tell the person that told you you can't do it, they better get their shit together and learn how to do their job the right way. And then, meanwhile, you're going to send an email to all the rest of the Wissota Board of Directors and all the racetrack promoters and let them know what's going on. We're here to solve problems. You got all these people. Bitch, they bitch about us. They bitch about Big Brother. They bitch about they bitch about everything. We're not the people that start these problems. No. We're no. the people that bring them to light so people know what's right. going on. Right. And we bring up plenty of good shit, too. 100% we do. But if you're going to be an idiot and you're going to be a crook or a gangster and think you're not going to get called out on it, you got another thing coming. Yeah. It ain't happening. Yep, dappers. So did you, uh, have you, question for you, have you ever been up to uh, Ashland? At- <clears throat> no. I haven't. I was I was wanting to go this year, yeah. and then I was I was gonna go to Walker and stay at stay at my dad's place where my camper is, and then shoot over from there. And then he ended up coming back here early because he had some shit going on this weekend and whatnot. And so now we're going up there next weekend. So I wasn't up there, and I was gotcha. drive pretty five uh, and a half hours. But yeah, red, I watched it on TV. That red phenomenal. clay classic looks like something that's got to be uh, attended to. Um, <laughs> you, you, well, first off, the one thing that got me was just the crowd and jarred how big the crowd was and the the intensity they were into it i mean they were hooting and hollering during them features and the features are really really good so they only run four classes it's midwest mods supers mods and lates hot carl's dream <laughs> that's well Except, he, no there should be street stocks and not b mods right. <laughs> so that uh um and the um modifieds and the super stocks both had higher car counts than the wasota 100 Yep. Um, late models are darn close, um, and obviously the Midwest mods. There's here. I mean, there was a bunch of them, but you're not quite going to top usually what they get at the one hundred. So, really, really good racing. Um, Midwest mod feature was phenomenal uh, with the Jensen boys. Putting, the whole on damn show. race was phenomenal. <clears throat> yeah, and they um, Friday was phenomenal. They had just terrible time with weather. Uh, hauler stuck everywhere and swamp. Did you hear um, make any excuses or bitching about nope, it? They just nope. went and got it done. They just got it done. Um, figured it out. Super stock feature was really good for both second through ninth. Like really good. Sebastian started on the pole, obviously yeah. pulled away, but second through ninth was really, really good. Some movers and shakers in that race. Tommy Richards came from deep. Uh that what's his face that got second came from deep. There was uh, guys came from deep in every race. Yep. And then the I mean, uh, mods Mod race, Mr. Um, Mr. Mike Anderson should have stuffed her to the cushion coming out of two on the last lap. <laughs> Soon as and you and he knew, and Mike's a good guy, he's a super nice guy. Um, you know, that kind of money had him cleared, had him completely cleared, and it looked like Clayton, it looked like Wagaman, looked like he was ready for it. And then all of a sudden he kind of saw his car sit, and then I'm gonna come screaming. You know, Wagaman's coming yeah. out, he's coming out of two on the cushion right down the wall. Um, and end up getting them coming out of four for the win. And then uh, late model, a little bit of controversy there. What's your take on the um, What's your take on the Demo Radetzky situation? I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I honestly, I don't know. I. Don't. Well, what's your What's your take on lap cars? 
What's your saying? What's your what's the what's the well, Dan saying? Okay, on, there, there, on there's a race going on, and you're not part of it. Get the hell out of the way. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, it, it's such a. If you're not, if you're not sitting there in person watching the race, you can't really make a statement about it, because, well, and the corner guy's right there. And he, I, they showed the replay, and he was staring right at the incident. Obviously, Demo was leading the race in traffic. Um, had a couple guys beating down his, you know, trying to chase him down. Um, I don't know. It was a tough deal. I watched it slow motion. I watched it a bunch of times. Um, the flip side is, I thought Demo did the right thing. He got in. He got in hard. He went in hard, but mm-hmm. he hit the brakes. But he wanted to show Radetzky that he was there. Right. And it's dark. He's got a dark car. Radetzky don't really know who he is when you just when sometimes when you just get that nose, all you think of is well, it's a black nose. It's a black nose, right? You know what I mean? I I remember doing it one time up in Fergus. I was like, well, no. Then I found out watching the video it was a blue nose. You know, you know what I mean? You just so don't. here's the question that, and I wasn't obviously when you're especially when you're watching TV, you're not watching what's going on back in the back, right? Because there's there's a there's a camera angle or two, and that's what you get. What, um. What position was Radetzky in when this happened? Was he at the back of the back of the back, or had Demel already lapped a whole bunch of other cars? I would say he was 15th, 16th, 17th. Okay, see, that makes it that makes it a little bit... I wouldn't think he was... <clears throat> Where'd he finish? He obviously finished, didn't he? Boy, yeah. I would assume, because he had lapped... I can't remember if he'd already got by Burdick. I mean, he's up to lapping some pretty Dude, good Burdick, cars. Burdick was not good. What, no. what was going on no, with him? I don't know. Don't know. Um, I, I'm not. Uh, he had a couple other lappers in there, too. I can't remember who he was lapping. But watching the incident, my big thing was there. <clears throat> there was nothing intentional. Okay. It was racing. It was a lap car. I think you have to give Demo the benefit of doubt. That's my personal opinion. I, I didn't, I didn't think he did anything wrong. I didn't think Radetzky did anything wrong. I thought it was a racing deal, racing hard in lap traffic. <clears throat> That's kind of what I had saw. I think you need to give Demo the benefit of doubt there. It's a big. What would that race pay? <laughs> like over five grand. So that was a big lot, <clears throat> you know, over five thousand bucks. The and eight miles was over six. You know, AJ pulled back up there, and then they made the call on him, and he just, you know, it's, it's AJ. He's, you know, he's missed, he works for MB. He's not going to put on a big show, which I was kind of hoping that he was going to do some loop-de-loops, climb the flag stand, go f- find a four-wheeler, chase around some water truck guys. Need some good, clean, family fun entertainment, right, Dan? Well, that's always, <laughs> that's part of it, right? So, yeah, so I don't know. That's what... Um, Super tough call. Um, then obviously after the restart, uh, Massengill inherited. Radetzky finished twenty first DNF. So he DNF. So we don't know. Click on his. Are you on his? Are you on the scoring? You don't have the scoring, do you? No. Oh, so you can't see where he was. Started twentieth. Finished twenty first DNF. So he was started sixteenth. So he was no, probably that, right that in that area. The, yeah, probably. He was right in that area. That's tough. Um. When you got guys that are mid-pack that are racing other cars, when they're part of a race, 
it's hard to make that just get the hell off the track deal. <clears throat> the 23rd, 24th, 22nd place guys that are at the back and just losing track on everybody, get the hell out of the yeah. way. But, but you know, Radetzky's got, I mean, Radetzky's got a reputation and a history of being a pretty fast guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I, I mean, to, to tell him just to get the hell off the track, you can't do no, that either. No, but I, I, I don't I agree. know. I, and let's face it, if you want to be 100% objective about late model racing, especially in the upper Midwest, the race doesn't start till you get into lap traffic. Right. Because if there's not lap traffic, they're boring to watch. Yep. You have to have lap cars to make the race. Yep. So, um, I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah. So then uh, I thought Massengill was going to be much faster. Um, and then Giassi just, I mean, it was it was lights out. Once he got rolling, it was pretty much put her down, see you later. He's running the middle, top, bottom. He's a fast guy. Pretty much just pulled away. So uh, just really good event, really good show. Um, tons of fans. They do a... Um, I, they do a bunch of other stuff for the drivers. There's no extra fees, um, no nothing crazy like that. They do this every year. I think it's the what was it the forty? Yeah, it was forty eighth. Forty eighth, yeah. Um, so they just do a real good job, and it's 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 one of those fall specials that it's that should always be there. It always has been there. Um, fans are passionate. It's the way fall specials are supposed to be. I think. We've been to all of them. We've been to we've been to all of we've been to all of them to the point we've been to the ones that don't exist anymore, right? Mm-hmm. Number one fall special, hands down, without a question, was always the Wissota One Hundred at Cedar Lake, right? Oh, that, yeah. that was well, sure. that was sure. the that was the granddaddy. And then after that, back when Aberdeen ran the Winter Nationals, that was always a big one, huge deal at the old Couch Burn party and. I mean, it was it was an event. Well, you had it they was put, basically laid out for you. You and the, you, well, you went to, lot. You went to Jamestown because they they were all with soda, mm-hmm. so they had super stocks and they had. And I went out there once, um, way back in two thousand three. Is the only time I went out there. Um, but it was you kind of had it laid out. Here's what you did. If you're over in this area, it's kind of what you did. And then you know those guys had this area. Right. You know now it's all mumbo jumbo. You're adding them three. Like last weekend was, was way too watered down. So, way too watered down. So, <clears throat> Tom Berg calls a spade a shovel. Mm-hmm. Race chaser blog. Yep. If, if you if you suck, he'll tell you you suck. If you're great, he'll tell you you're great. He, there's no sugarcoating. It's pretty much 100% truth, just like here. I mean, he went to Ashland. He said it was hands down the pre- premier event in Wisconsin. Right. When you get him to make a comment like that, that says a lot. Yeah, for sure. Um, I have not been there. I watched it on TV. I saw the crowd. I saw all the extra shit they did. I heard about all the extra money they raised to get rid of the draw fees for everybody, Um, which, by the way, weren't exorbitant. The draw fees were cheap, really cheap, and they still found somebody to comp that. They didn't charge $872 to park your trailer. None of this stuff. Everything was everything was done the way it should be done, and the racing was great. I'm gonna have to say that 
it's probably at the top of the heap. It pro- and if it wasn't, it's super tough for us over this area because we don't get up there. Right. Nobody gets up there. You're only watching. And it's you're the doing same argument that the Huron guys always made when the 100 was at right. Cedar Lake. It, it's just that the location is super, super tough. But they get the, they get, you know, there's Mike Gresseth drove over there. I think he wheeled it up to a top five. Well, Mike Gresseth drove over there because he's smart. And so, I mean, you just get these people. Hey, let's start going over here. Let's start going over there. And yeah, obviously with no, you know, Madison doesn't run late models. And then you had the, the freaking, um, what's that groundhog 50? What they have over there? What's it called? <laughs> oh, the gopher, the gopher, whatever yeah, it's called the, over there. The, the, we'll, we'll take, we'll take your money and we'll take your money and cut the purse 50. <laughs> or so, invitational. It, you know, you add that and it just, it just, it just took away from the weekend. So props to Ashland, obviously doing a good job. I'm getting their show in. Obviously, you had the um, the the step and show. They got rained out Friday. Turned it into a one day show up there. Um, that was a long show, and the racing was just the best race of the. I was actually really excited for the Pro Four race uh, because of what was on the line. They were tied national points. Holquist and Baden tied. Um, then the Larson boy, I think Dean chasing them. Um, Dean punted Dustin Holquist on the restarts and. And then uh, Baden, I thought, was going to give Dustin Holquist a little bit of run for his money. So congrats to Dustin Holquist for winning that and taking the uh, national point lead in the Pro Fours. Um, they don't get a whole lot of credit. Um, but for the most part, they usually put on a – you get you get you Pro Fours. You put them on the right racetrack. You put them on – you're 100% saying, you know, you followed Wendland around. Yep. And obviously uh, our guy, our uh, our buddy Justin Nealon ran Pro Fours forever. And they were always fun to watch. And you put them on the right track. They Like you said, they put on a – they really do put on a heck. I used to always remember watching them up at Buffalo River. It was always awesome watching them up at at Buffalo River. That little bull ring. So, was there to ever them. was there ever better mod four races anywhere though than there was at the half mile when <laughs> when it was just like twenty of them and there wasn't a oh, dog in the pack. Man, I mean, we used to go at it hard because oh. the that, the one year when um, Pico when Sean Peterson. Was race. My dad didn't race. He took a year off because we were switching cars and classes, and my sister got married. So I pit for Sean the whole summer. Right. <laughs> oh the, oh the battles we had at that place with you know with, I mean it was Mike Ellis. Remember Mike Ellis? Yeah. And, and Mike Peterson. And well, Mike Ellis. Van that's Apps, where Corey Wenland bought his first car from. Flatten. Um, Clug was kind of obviously getting out of it. He was in the late model by now, but it yep. was the the cars that used to come for that. Well, was that when Jim was still racing? Nah, no, no. Jim was already done. Yeah, this would have been like like mid nineties, early nineties, probably like ninety four. Yeah, ninety four. So this one, uh, Shannon, Shannon was racing. Yeah, David Olson. Yeah, was just getting started. Yeah, because Sean was well, Pico would have been sixteen, so he would have you know he was he was obviously 40, yeah, pretty yeah. young. <laughs> so yeah, it was uh, the good old Pro Four days, and then well, you had Scott Atkinson. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was just people. It was it was just crazy the people that ran. Well, there was there was cheaters around every corner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's what you got to do sometimes. So then they had. I thought uh, the Superstock race was really good in Fergus. Other than Dexon, once he got up front, kind of pulled away. But second through six did a great job. Uh, the mod race was a snoozer. Um, the late model race was awesome. Danny Vane got the win there. Um, past. Uh, Passed past Donnie on uh, Donnie stuffed her in the fence and got a little sighted and lost the lead up there, so couldn't take home the FYE money. 
just makes me smile. <laughs> uh, so congrats to Danny Vang for that win. Um, Midwest Mods was Rodine won it, right? Yeah. Lucas yeah. Rodine won it. And the streets, Jeff Ekdahl won the streets. And it was, there was, like I said, you could have thrown, jumped in the street sock bin so top five there. Let me, let's talk about this. So they raced Saturday mm-hmm. all day. Like 20 minutes before a draw cut off, their car count was shit. I mean, garbage. And all of a sudden, at draw cut off and after draw cut off, what was supposed to be all these cars start rolling in. They must have had a line there waiting. It's the only way. If you're in line. <laughs> they had lines, all right. <laughs> if you're in line before the draw cut off, it's, it's, you can. We do it at Viking. We do it anywhere. But, yeah. I don't, I've never it? seen... I've so never seen long that. Line. That's what I figured happened. It was at two o'clock, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, and there was nobody there because it completely washed out. So there's not like Madison. Everybody was sitting down there right. in Madison and it rained and Saturday it rained and let's just keep running. So you had nobody there. It's two o'clock. Yeah. I, I don't. Madison got shit on royally with weather all weekend. That yeah. was they. I mean, you can't have a worse situation than no. what they had. Tough deal. Mad uh, Madtown Showdown usually runs a two day deal Friday and Saturday. Um, Friday they're all set up. They're ready go. What time did it start raining, Brandon? Like, I think they're. I think they were supposed to start at six, right? Seven, Seven and they just got hammered. Um, Saturday, same thing. Set up, ready to go. Boom, they get hammered right before the races are going to start. Nothing you can do, and except for running all day show on Sunday. Um, and for the most part, I mean, it, it was an okay show. I watched. They're down twenty cars because of it. Which yeah, I watched sucks, most of the features. I was gonna I was getting really excited for the uh, the street stock race because um, you street had stock all race the, was good. They had all the national contenders there, and both did you see both Browers got DQ'd. Yeah, why? Well, so this. I don't know. Sounds like a couple more unwritten rules, but they are rules. I don't know. Who knows? Um, so one of them, I can't remember which one. I think it was Colton had. So stock mounting shocks in the front of the street stocks. Yeah. Okay. You can't. There's a certain amount of spacers, spacers you can't have. He had a bunch of spacers in there spreading his shock out, which I remember this back when I was running it. It was a big deal because there's a big advantage to it, especially with them stock shocks and them streeters. Um, so he had too many spacers, which is real. It's just a DQ for the race. And then the other Brower, I think it was Braden, possibly some adjustable, movable rear control arm mounts in a streeter, which is a big no-no. So um, I think they found something back there um, where he's obviously you're messing with your you're messing with your with your wheelbase and your uh, and all that good stuff. Trying to suck your right rear end, make your car a little tighter, bring it back, make it a little looser. Makes sense. Um, and you can't do that. It's got to be flat out stock stuff. So I, they must have got tipped off that it was. And the tech guy's just not going to look for that stuff. Somebody, so is that? Or is, are both of those infractions just DQ both DQ for the, race? for the race? Correct. So they both got, and then neither of them won, so it didn't hurt nothing. So who knows? Hope they get their cars fixed and. And go from there. But I, I really thought Vogel was going to give Hansen a little bit more run for his money. Didn't Tucker Peterson was good, end up third. Um, like I said, once the Browers got DQ'd. Hansen um, was in a league of his own. He was. He was really good. And the the disappointment, I mean, and this has been for a while. 
What happened to Nick Trainer? Man, Nick Trainer used to be when he pulled in, he was the guy to well, beat. Well, he was, but he was he. I don't but know what happened in that. He hasn't been the guy to beat for the a couple were, months. The heats were super tough to pass. Oh, I know. The same thing in Ferguson and the heats. I mean, there was fast guys were going nowhere in those heats. Nowhere. I mean, TPO, if there just darn near would have been in a B feature in both his cars in the heat. Well, you, t- but you're okay. So you're pulling into a racetrack anywhere, and you're in a, you're in the streets. You're you're watching the. It's a loaded gun field of street stocks. Who are the two guys that you're going to say? Oh, one of them two is going to win when you see him pull into the pits. Well, trainer, do it's one trainer one. and Vogel. Oh, for sure, they're the two fast. They're the, they're consistently the two fastest guys, and it's always been if if trainer was there, trainer's beating Vogel. Trainer ain't beating Vogel. No, trainer no. Ain't, trainer ain't beating the fifth or sixth place guy. Right I don't, now. One of those heats was super stacked. I don't know if he had problems. He started way back then. He was in that wreck. Remember that big yeah, wreck? Yeah, he got tangled two? up. Yeah, he got tangled up in that. And never really went um, any further. So I don't know what happened over there. But yeah, super solid field of street stocks at Madison. Um, nothing changed there national points wise. Um, they're all late models is over. TPO's got that. Sabrassi's got the mod and the super. Zach Benson's got the Midwest mod wrapped up. So the streeters, it's Vogel, Brower, Tucker, Peterson. So, and yeah, but Tucker's essentially done. No, if he wins out, he wins by one point. He wins the national championship by one point. Yeah, but point. he's got to win out. He's got to win out. And where's he, where's he going to race? Well, he's going to go race at Ogilvy. No, hold on a sec. Where are they going to go? Two-day show out in Billings. There's a f- two, sh- two separate shows out in are Billings. Are they going to get 16 street stocks out there? Yeah. Yep. And there's some he- there's some he- heavy hitters out there. What's his face is one homing in a row out there? What's Petrov? Yeah. All those guys are going to be out there. So there's some. So what are you going to do? Is Brower's going to go out there? Can-Am's canceled, so you don't have anything else. Well, if I'm Tucker Peterson, I'm, I'm going to hit Billings for sure. But Tucker probably will. You don't have a choice. If you want to win it, because Joey's not going to race, he he's done. He's not going to bring his late model. So I'll throw the streeter. Where are the Browers going to go? They're going. They're going to Ogilvy. Mm-hmm. They're going to Ogilvy. They've been traveling all around the countryside. They went to Rapid City a few yeah, weeks ago. They're going to Ogilvy. They're going to Billings. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think? I think they're going to Ogilvy. I think Tucker's the only guy going to Billings from here. I, I think Tucker. I think Tucker will go out there. Well, yeah, you're not guaranteed to win, but no, but it's, he, it's two okay. shows, so he has to run. And they don't run. Do they run Street Socks and Menominee? I don't believe for so. the Punky. I so think this I is thought it. I thought there was. I, I'm pretty sure this is the only three shows left with the um, with the Streeters. I'm pretty positive. Two in Billings, then you have Ogilvy, and I believe they're done. Because what's the K&M canceled, and the only other one would have been um, the Red Sea. It's not the – it's just the Mater makeup. Yeah. Um, and it's done. <clears throat> Donezo. So it's going to be interesting to see where – Street stock guy is going. Um, Vogel's obviously going to go with Fall Classic because he's always faster. I think he won it. He's won it a couple times down there too. Um, 
So it'll be interesting to see who goes out west, who wants to. That's a long drive, man. Oh, Billings, Montana. Might run into a snowstorm. You never know. Oh, boy. It's a long drive. I can't go out there still worn out for my arrest. That's this weekend? Yep. Well, shit, they're going to have to take off this afternoon. (laughs) (laughs) Darn near. Um, And then um, the Pro 4s, what's the story there? Do they only have one show left? They got this weekend. But are they running Mod 4s out west somewhere? I don't know. I don't know either. You're supposed to be doing the homework on this. I ain't doing homework. So Dustin Holquist has the lead in that. Bodden's in second. Um, the silver bullet with all his Wyoming wins, his 9,818 wins is not going to win the title. So all that traveling is not going to benefit him. Wait, Dean's and Dean's won it before. I, I give Dean props. He's a good dude. So good. Good. If you for wanted him to go to, out and race a lot when the weather was nice, he did it to right Yeah. Yeah. He's good for him. Um, Pure stocks is over and done with Hornets is over and done with. So, um, just basically the, uh, those two point battles. Um, and Wissota National Points going to finish her off. And like I said, it's going to be interesting to see where those guys are going to go. Did you pull up Billings Motor Park? Sure did. Raceway Park. Or was it Billings Motor Park? Is that what it's called? It's, it's called Big Sky Speedway. Oh, there you go. They must have. B-Mods and Street Stocks. So that's it. Everything else is IMCA and Legends. Big old half mile. Flat. That's what she is? Yeah. I've stood in the grandstand out there. Used the hockey rink was right across the street, and we used to walk over there and check it out. Three eighths mile high bank dirt oval. Was it three eighths? Did they shorten it a little bit? Maybe high bank. Maybe yeah. they're running a different place than the old. Well, they used to run the Challenge Series out there. You remember that? Nope. The Challenge Series used to go out there. No. No, no, no. no I remember the Challenge Series used to go to Houston when they actually traveled. Yeah, they all. Well, that was they. They all went out there. Yeah. So. So, yeah, that's pretty much the um, local scene in a nutshell. You can hop on um, drc.tv, watch all that good stuff this weekend. Uh, Brandon, you going to Billings? No, Brandon's (laughs) got to work a Blizzard game. He's got to get that all. It's hockey season, Dan. So, other than Uh, that, um, you've been watching any national stuff? Did you watch um, Pittsburgher was a good show, I thought? Mixed it. I thought the um, I was watching Ashland, dude. I haven't watched much of the uh, I haven't watched much of the World Outlaw Sprint Cars lately. Nope, me either. Um, but uh, the Pittsburgher was good. Once the World Outlaw Sprint Cars go out west, I'm kind of done with the deal. Yeah, until they come back, nothing. Now they're back. I so. don't know. I just I get into they're at were they at Port Royal this weekend? Yeah. Uh yeah. I mean, it's deer season in a month, man. Yeah, it's time to go kill something. So let's talk. Um, Topic, Lucas Oil, yeah. late models, got cut down to their final four. Yeah. Um, Thornton, Huddy, um, Davenport, Devin Moran are your final four contenders for the uh, championship. So it's a winner-take-all deal at Eldora, 100000 to win the race, 200000 to win the championship. Still is $100,000 for fourth in the championship, so pretty good payday going on there. So as far as this breakdown goes, Ricky Thornton Jr., points are over, has a 590-point lead going into this deal. It's sitting at zero right now. What? Give me your thoughts on the um, what you think of this. Devin Moran wins. 
<laughs> Devin Moran's hot. He's been getting faster and faster well, and faster, and he has been. I mean, he should have won the Eldora Million. He should have. Yep. And he's fast there. Um, the place is going to go bonkers if he does. Can he's, you imagine? He's going to win it. Can you imagine? Mm-hmm. Um, the place is going to go crazy. Um, just because I mean, you got you know the flip side is you're gonna you got to throw Pierce will be there. Yep. So you're going to throw him in the mix, and if there's any sort of cushion, okay, if there's some grip up there like it was when Huddy won it, Huddy and Pierce are going to be up there because Thornton and Davenport can't run that when there's when there's up there grip up there like that. Uh uh-uh. Um. So it's going to be interesting, and then Devin can, Moran can, he will get up there and rip the spoiler down. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I know they've already there's a little bit of conversation between um, the guy from Lucas. Um, Essex and those guys are talking a little bit. They've already been getting some little bit of a heat about if Ricky Thornton Jr. doesn't win, doesn't win that race and win the championship. Well, he's not going to win it. He, there's there's it, already because been this, some people this is what's going to happen. So this is the same. See, this is the problem. Okay, the money is the money is great, and it, the window dressing on this thing in February is phenomenal, right? Oh my God, look at the money they're giving away. Ricky Thornton Jr.'s got a 600 point lead, exactly, and it's gone. Yep, and now he's gonna not win. Okay, and then when he doesn't win, people are gonna be up in arms. It's it's NASCAR repeating itself again, and people don't yep. pay attention. Yeah, but the thing with NASCAR, we talked about this last night. You, your points don't reset NASCAR; they only do for the final race. So when you get in the playoffs in NASCAR, okay, and whoever it was, no, it but was, your points do because all your bonus points and all your other stuff comes through. So basically, uh, if you've got a monster lead, you take it down. You take it down to two positions. It, it's At it's still end, well, it's a reset. Four. It's not a reset though because you start with sixteen and you whittle your way yeah, down to four. It's, but, but it's you still a reset because your buffer is gone. But if you're leading the points, you're pretty much guaranteed to be in the final four in NASCAR. Well, you're not. Yeah, you are. No, you have to be. You got to be really, really bad. You got to DNF like every you race. wreck. You wreck two races. Yeah, you wreck not two with races. A new point system. It's it's completely different. So at least they have a breakdown. So they go sixteen eight down to. Well, I actually go to 16, 12 to 8, and then to 4. Um, Lucas Oil was just, you know, and look at, you know, Overton was in that final spot, blew a power steering hose, pulled in, didn't know what was going on, thought the motor blew up, went back out there, ended up not getting in. So there's um, a lot of, uh, there's a lot of problems in that camp right now. Yeah. Boy, they are not, they are not where they once were. Well, why do you think he's in a Bloomquist car? Well, for a I know bit? that's that's the thing. It's like they they got they got away from what got him there. Is, somewhere. is he going to be full time in a Bloomer? Surely selling all his rocket stuff because he's every time he whips out his Bloomquist car, he's fast. That's what Shirley's running that that eight car. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Because I was to say he's got a long he's got a Longhorn now too. <laughs> Shirley does. And he's selling two rockets online, so who knows what's going on there. So yeah, so I I don't know. Um, who's building the Bloomquist cars is what I want to know. Well, supposedly they haven't built a new one since before 2020. Well, so McDowell's still kicking everybody's ass and all this. But stuff. I hit in a while. Do you remember when the world rolled around? They said McDowell had a brand new car. Remember that he was shaking out because he wasn't. He was like very mowing very good Thursday. Yep. Got a little bit better Friday, and then he was kind of there on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And then once he got that thing figured out, while well, he drove right by all those guys, where uh, I can't remember where that was at, right through the middle. Was that at Florence? Yeah, uh, where he Herb drove, stomped him. Yeah, he drove right through everybody. Um, and then Shirley had that bloomer out and was doing well. And Ferguson, remember they were all 
What race was that? They should have been. They should have had like three of the top five, and then some. Ferguson ended up breaking. Was that the north south? I can't remember where it was at, but it don't matter. But those cars always were fast, and they're still fast. I mean, if Thornton, it's going to be it's going to be huge disappointment. If Thornton doesn't win it on their and their side of things, and for a lot of people. Um, if Huddy wins it, I don't think people would be like he's been fast all year. There's no doubt about it. If he wins it, he wins it. People be mad. Huddy ain't gonna win. I'm telling you, if there's a cushion, Huddy's winning. Moran's gonna win the race. No, if there's a cushion, Huddy's winning the race. It's over with. Moran gave away a lot of money there once. It ain't gonna happen again. Yeah, he's just. You still have to take in consideration what's gone out through the year. Davenport's been testing for two months. That's all he's been doing, trying to get fast for Eldora. That's all he's been doing, and he's been a lot quicker lately. It's been a lot quicker, so he he ain't gonna go. I mean, who's Mister Eldora? Well, you're never gonna, you're not gonna, you're not gonna throw him out in the pasture no. ever because he's. No. I mean, if if Scott Bloomquist came back tomorrow and showed up at Eldora, you, you, he'd be in the conversation, even though he hasn't been in a car for damn two years because he's that damn good. But you know, you're gonna throw in. You know, Overton said it, so I'm only, I'm going to Eldora to win. McCready said it. Pierce is gonna be there. McDowell's going to be there. I mean, you're throwing a bunch of you know. McDowell might McDowell might he, win the whole damn thing. He might. He he might, and I hope he does. So it's going to be interesting to see. Um, the problem, the thing with McDowell is if Mc, can McDowell ever start better than twenty something at all? Right, right. Because he well, always starts in the twenties. He's either on the pole or yeah, back yeah. in the twenties. When he's on the pole, he has mechanical failure. When he's in the twenties, <laughs> he drives it up to first or second or third. Right. Yeah. Just. <laughs> so I I I it's. Once we get to that show, there's going to be a lot of hype, which is cool. I, I think there's going to be that a lot what, of hype. Two weeks? Yeah, and uh, October was like 26, 27, 28th, somewhere in there. Week so. before the World Finals. Correct. Um, so that's going to be, I think that's going to be a lot of hype. It's going to be cool. It's cool how it plays out just as a fan. There's, I tell you what, like I said, if Ricky Thornton Jr. doesn't win that thing, there's going to be, uh, <laughs> there's going to be some, you know him. He'll be all over social media. He'll be doing donuts on the front straightaway. He'll be chasing somebody down, which is good. We do, like I said, Dan. We need some clean, family fun entertainment, right? Kind of like, um, kind of like Matt Crafton sucker punching the little kid uh, after the truck race, right? <laughs> yep. Did you watch the video? Uh, I yeah, I saw. <laughs> I just saw part of it. I'm like, are you kidding me? So the kid. <laughs> Did you see the wreck coming to the line? Oh, that that was na- he got someone, someone punted him and crafted. Well, what happened was Crafted got eliminated from the playoffs. That's what happened, and he's like, that's why he was fighting. He's, yeah, he's like, I'm, <laughs> which is great. We need some, like I said, we need some clean, family, fun entertainment. Yeah. So I read both sides of the story. It sound like this was after the truck race, Talladega. Um, it was a knockout round, so they got cut down to eight. Supposedly, the kid said it was Sanchez. Is that his name? Yeah, I think so. It's, Kid said he was walking back to his hauler. Crafton tapped him on the shoulder and one punched him. <laughs> That's what the story was with Sanchez. And he was bleeding. There was blood everywhere. Did you see the picture? He there was blood everywhere. He looked like uh, Rocky when Drago was fighting him. Serious. It was it was it was bad. And then um, of course Crafton said, No, 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 no. I we were talking civil and he threatened me and I freaking knocked him out. It's basically what they said. So at the end of the day, some good old clean fashion fun, a little bit brawl in the pits. Um, 
And then there was another one in Victory Lane. Did I send you that video? Yeah. <laughs> but that that guy had a right. Did you see him just get punted, stuffed <laughs> in the wall, coming out of four for the checkered? <laughs> yeah. We're Donnie Brooking right down there. Walks down in Victory Lane and starts a brawl. Oh, man. Just that's that good, clean family fun, right? No harm, no foul. Um, you lose a race. He got he got stuffed. Uh, he got stuffed hard. And then he probably wrecked some stuff, too, because... He got bank board and stuffed in the wall. So, see all the gateway invitations are flying out for the modifieds. Yeah, I see the uh, yep gateway nationals again. They move that. Did they move it up a week or back a week? I think it's up. Is it earlier December I now? I Think it is. Because I I'll know they were talking about that because there's some sort of event down in some different event down in St. Louis. I uh, don't know what's going on down there, but because uh, who, who got in? Sabraski get in. Tyler Peterson's in and Zach Johnson in. Is that the three local guys that are in right now? I believe. I believe well, so. Well, they gave them invites. I don't know if they're going to go. Well, I saw they're up. You know, the 6X clan was all the pit guys were like, hey, let's go, let's go. Corey <laughs> says he's got to go. We've got to go Christmas shopping. Uh, 14th through 16th. So it's actually a week later. This is a week later. And then um, I'm sure Sabraski will be there, I would assume, because he was there last year. I would TPO is going to go back. I don't know know why. I mean, unless you got a six year old chassis with eight year old tin and a bunch of bent up wheels, I don't know why in the hell you would take a good race car to go race Ah, at that place. It's not any of their stuff. What do they care? Right? Well, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, other than that, go watch the Tyler Carpenter show again this year. Exactly. Exactly. With his vintage interviews, dropping F-bombs, all the good stuff. Yeah. Um, and I think, um, so what do we got on tap? We got World of Outlaws. They're at the Bullring in Brownstown and Fairbury this weekend. Those that would be, be okay. That would be two good races. Um, Lucas is off now until their big deal. Uh, so it be interesting to see if some of those guys, they're probably not going to run the Bullrings. Um, no, I, they're I don't, and I don't they're know where probably they're renting Eldora by the day. I don't know where uh, uh, Tony should shut that down, and not allow it. Be awesome. Um, they should. Uh, I so don't. So what? Know. Are, what are the signal stick rules for this race? Is it the same as the world where there's none, or do no, they get it's to a use Lucas them? race? Yeah, might as well just go back to the old have a Tampa days and put radios in the freaking cars. So they'll have. Uh, think they'll keep the jumbotron on. I would assume so. You know, they shut the Jumbotron off last Eldora race. I don't know. <laughs> These guys are all a bunch of gangsters. They're, they'll find a way to get what they want regardless. They'll put somebody somewhere. They're doing, they'll do something just the way it is. So, um, so I wonder yeah. how many of them got, I wonder how many of them got cell phone modules buried in their car. Who knows? Wow. All those guys, they're all. Well, I see a majority of them now got the molded earpieces. I don't know. I, those cars are so darn loud. I suppose you can't have the speakers within your helmet. You know, maybe they maybe they outlawed that. Maybe you can't. Well, if you got a molded earpiece, it's even easier to shove a cell phone module into it. Wow, you can. We got IT guys that could get that. Figured uh, yeah, out. I think I know a guy sitting here that might have a <laughs> way to get that figured out. <laughs> Why is a twenty nine star car swerving around all everywhere? Ah. <laughs> <over there? laughs> uh, Put elevate visual on the side of the car would be good to go. <laughs> what? Uh, so, what else we got for with, beef? With soda's pretty much done. We got this weekend, and that's pretty much it. That is it, right? 
Yeah, because the KNM was always the last race. Yeah, KNM was always the last points race. Well, then the wall, the punky, punky, but because the topless isn't a. So it's it's essentially it's essentially a done deal. Yeah, um, and the topless is only ran after because Wasota won't let them run topless. No, it's because Wasota doesn't <laughs> let it. But Wasota doesn't want to let anybody have any fun. Rule: You got to have a roof on your car to race. You can't do that. They wouldn't know what to do. So Billy couldn't DQ anybody for roof rake. Hey, do you think? Do you think that Wasota? Um, this is the benefit of the doubt by a long way. Do you think that Wasota was maybe smart enough? To have somebody out in Ashland this last weekend watching what was going on so they can take some of the stuff that they that they do out there and and uh, do it to their 100 to no, make the show better? Macaulay was out there, so they're not going to show up. Oh, good point. Right? Right. What the heck did I click on? I didn't want to click on that. Clickbait. To click you that. took clickbait, Kroos. Oh, your phone's corrupted. <laughs> <laughs> Big Sky Speedway. So did is Casper racing or no? We got Jamestown. We forgot about. We talked about Jamestown Stampedes this weekend. Yeah, that's B mods and supers or street stocks, right? And late models. So they have streeters there too, right? I think so. So that's but that's just one show. Correct. Does does Peterson go there? Can't. If you want to win, you can't. That it has to go to Billings. So is Casper racing this weekend or what? What's going on? Dan, what's going on with Casper? No, I'm going there Friday night. Friday, Saturday, and Cap. The only play, the only class they'd run, they'd have Midwest mods and Pro Fours, I would assume, maybe. Casper Speedway. Mod four. Mod four is the only class with soda. So then you got Red Cedar and then nothing. Canceled. Cheyenne, Gondic Law, canceled. So, Mod you figure out what class, races. You figure out what class is at Red Cedar? No, let me get there. It's the 13th, correct? I got it right here. Late models, mods, supers, mid mods, streets. So, they do have streets. Yeah, okay, they got streets. So, they're all going to be there. Oh, boy. Depending on what goes down. Well, if. If if Peterson wants a chance to win, he's got to do his dirty work this weekend in Montana. It's the only way. Because I will I will promise you. I will promise you right now that he does not have a him or Vogel do not have a chance to win the punky. Because all them Wisconsin cars are going to be there and there ain't no way in hell right. that them guy that all them guys are going to let one of them do win. Won't happen. No, I don't agree. So you better I mean if, if Vogel wins, if Vogel wins in Ogilvy this weekend, it's done, right? That I'm not sure. He's going to pick up five points. I think he eliminates Tucker Peterson. Brower still might be in the mix. Make sense? Well, that means Brower would have to go to Montana, sweep, and then go, and then go win the Punky. He ain't winning the Punky. There ain't no Minnesota. They're not going to let any Minnesota guy win or North Dakota guy win the punky. Wonder what, what's Tucker Peterson chucking here? He must be have some 106s. He's chucking 106s. Yeah, he does. He's got one, two, three, four. So every win that he gets is worth six points to him. And he's 11 back? 17. 
So he needs three wins. No, that's 18 he needs, points. He needs three wins, and Vogel can't win at all. And you're only going to get three shows left. Yep. So he's got to go to he's got to go to Montana. He's got to go to Montana, and then he's got to go to Red Cedar. Yep. So he's essentially eliminated. No, he's going to sweep Montana. Yeah, but he's going to get fenced if he goes to Red Cedar. The Wisconsin guys are not going to let him win. So. Good. We need some good, clean family fun. That's, that's the name of the podcast. But there, there's no way. <laughs> there you go. Brand already got done. There's good, no way that Wisconsin fun. guys are going to let an out-of-state guy come in there and win that race. Why? 100%. Somebody's going to get fenced. So it's, it's, But do you th- really think the out-of-state guys are going to put up with that? No. Not running for a national championship. Well, when half of your car is gone in the heat race, then I guess you're going to put up with it because you'll be on the trailer. Should be. It's, Street Stock National Championship should be ten grand. I think Vogel's gonna. I think Vogel's gonna win this weekend. He's gonna win this weekend, and Ogilvy, and it's gonna be Wins over. Ogilvy with. picks up five points, eliminates yeah. Tucker. Yeah, it's game over. Um, and he's gonna. Well, he'd be done. Yeah, be yeah. Because he's what? He's one point ahead of Brower. No, eleven. Oh, that done. It's, it's over. Unless Brower, you, you might as you might as well you might as well just call it a day right now. Because Brower's not, well, I mean, he could win. They haven't been um, as fast as of late, but you know, they're still the Browers. They're oh, still they're going to be, be fast. they're going to be slower now. They took all their cheaters, had to take all their cheaters out of the cars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're he's, they're all they're both chucking one hundred sevens. Yeah, so, so that that's five. He wins three. That's fifteen. Nah. He wins it, but he ain't gonna. Fat lady sung, dude. I'm telling you here's right now, I, here's it's over. I, here's what I want. <laughs> I want Brower to win Ogilvy. He's still not going to be able to get him though. He's got to win all three. See, the Brower needs three too, don't he? He's is eleven he, down. Yeah. Is he chalking one hundred sevens or yeah. he's got a one hundred six? One hundred sevens. Yeah, he's three. He's done. So he's got to win three. Brower can't go to Ogilvy. Then Brower's got to go to Montana. If he has to go to Montana and then he has to go to Punky. So what happens if Tucker? Tucker goes out west, sweeps. Mm-hmm. Okay, it'd be five, and Vogel don't win. He's only five points behind Vogel, right? And if Brower, I we can't have a three car battle, can we? It's going into the finals. No, because and and the thing is, if Tucker got second, he'd still gain a point because he's chucking all the one hundred sixes, but one point in enough. He went. He I I, it's, fat lady we'll sung in this deal. We'll see. I. She's warmed. She she's warmed up and ready to bell her. Tucker's going to Billings. And he's winning both. That could be bold prediction, but he ain't he ain't gonna win, and he ain't gonna win the punky. <laughs> well, the best thing you could the best thing you can do if you're in that spot and you're in second place is don't even go to the punky. Park your car, be happy with your second place check. What's the sense he's probably going to be in a late model next year anyway because his car is going to be freaking destroyed. So they ain't going to have cares? nothing to sell. I <laughs> ah, got plenty to sell. Have you seen the street socks in Grand Forks? Yeah, I've raced against them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, still be the nicest car there. That's why RJ twenty five jumped into a mod. He got sick and tired of the freaking fender wars. Well, you're on a quarter mile bull ring. What do you think is going to happen? Speaking of which, you heard any chirping? Any chirping out of our good friend up there, old Beanstalk? I haven't been pretty quiet, hasn't it? Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't know what's going on up there. I haven't even got a message or anything. Well, they haven't raced. They haven't raced up there for Probably like not. three weeks. So now she's going to be hibernated for the Probably. entire winter. 
probably. Haven't heard nothing. Haven't heard a darn thing. Zero. So where are you going? Are you going to Ogilvy this weekend? Or no. What? <laughs> I'm going up in the woods. I'm going to Walker Thursday night. Heading up to Reamer on Friday. I'm going to go walk around my old stomping grounds, figure out where I'm going to set up a, set up a deer stand on Friday. And then I'm going to go back down to Walker on Saturday. Maybe go fishing. Drink some beer. It's supposed to be decent outside. It's supposed to be 50 up there. No, this perfect. That next weekend is going to be nicer. 50 degrees is my kind of weather. It's perfect because I go walk around out in the woods and I don't have to worry about mosquitoes. I don't have to worry about sweating like a boar pig either. It's perfect. It's fat guy weather, Kroos. That's right. That is right. So, yeah, I don't know. I got – so I suppose we'll have to we'll have to talk do this next week so we can talk about what the hell happened this weekend. Correct. But, yeah, we're getting kind of down there where it's kind of – there ain't much to talk about on a weekly basis anymore. No, once the soda stuff gets over, but we will with the, um, the national scene because you got all three series that will be coming down to an end. Um, they'll probably take a little break. Then you got the dome, do a preview for that and talk some stuff. And they'll probably be, well, by then you'll have the, you'll have the soda meetings over and <laughs> stuff like that. So we'll have, uh, we got a few things to talk so about. So here's one. So we've spent the last, what, 30 minutes talking about point races when there's two of them. Yep. And, uh, come up with every possible scenario of what could happen here so people that are actually watching this shit know what could go on. Wouldn't you think that Wissota would be putting out social media posts about this kind of stuff, trying to promote their final events of the year? And their... Well, they posted the state champion winners in all the classes. Oh, well, and and what do those pay? <laughs> a jacket. Yeah. Never won one. I got second one year and I didn't get nothing. I got, I got a, it's a jacket. There is none. There's no one. There's nothing. There's no money for a state point deal. So your national point deal is your big deal, right? Mm-hmm. And you're you're supposed to be out there as a sanctioning body, trying to help promote your tracks. Oh, they're too busy threatening tracks. You're gonna find. Well, you sure, you gotta find it. Points. I, well, is the social be is the social media is the media director still taking a nap from the 100? <laughs> Who knows? Still exhausted from the four posts had to put out. <laughs> Billiam, she's tired. Where's where? <laughs> speaking of, where's Billy and Ben? We haven't you know, heard from maybe, Billy. Um, well, you're heading up north. Maybe you're going to run into him. I could. Maybe be. he's in hibernation. Maybe he's sitting in his deer stand. I don't know what he's doing. Maybe. Interesting. Hard to believe there ain't been a tech update. What's he going to do when he retires? Both of them. <laughs> we have to find a new Billy. Hmm. Well, well, that won't be hard to do. No, they both they they all three kind of look the same, so we'll be good, <laughs> right? Pretty much. They pretty much do. They pretty much do. So yeah, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna get some work done today. I'm gonna watch Twins beat the hell out of the Blue Jays, and uh, then I'm gonna go to Walker on Thursday. Are we getting Houston if we win? Well, yeah, that's the that's the program right now, which don't scare me one bit. Who's who's even plays for Houston? Who do they? Well, they have? got Verlander. They got Who a trade on. Well, they got the same cast of clowns. They still got Altuve and is Bregman still there? Yeah, Bregman's still there. Um, Tucker. Yeah. Who? They're, they're still they're they're good. 
They're good. Is Maldonado still their catcher? Yep. Who I don't I'm trying to think who else they got. Who else they got on their staff? They still got McCullers and um I think he had uh Tommy John surgery, I think. They still have uh who is the other they traded what's his face? Garrett Cole's not there anymore. Right. Who Huh. They got uh Yeah, I don't know. They don't got know. well they got Verlander. So what was up with your boy Rocco pinch hitting for Kerlaff so early? Did he pinch hit for Walner in the eighth with the bases loaded with Castro? Is that what he did? Yeah. I think he did. I think he did. Just trying to get Castro in a bat or what? Uh, no. I think he was trying to lose the game. Because if Walner would have. If he, I tell you what, when he yanked Lopez and that guy hit one off for the warning track, it, that would have been, they would have, you know, Toronto had been up 4 3 there. With, would have been, it would have been tied for sure. With well, it would have been a three-run bomb if he hits that out. Right. Yeah, um, just hopefully he don't just. When your ace is dealing, let him deal. Well, and but I get here's the issue though. Turnaround is what Saturday if they win. Yeah. Who's pitches game one for the Twins? What do you mean? Well, you can go Joe Ryan if if you win tonight, right? Well, if they because Lopez they is win, throw if Tuesday, if they win tonight, if they Wednesday, win tonight, Thursday, Friday, I've been only talking four day rest. You going to come yeah. back with Lopez yeah. game one? Yeah, Lopez pitch game one. How many pitches did he throw yesterday? Ninety four. You could go Ryan and give him an extra day, and then come. No, nah. then go Lopez. You just go Lopez, and then at least you got Sonny Gray pitching game three at home. Well, who else they got? Who else they going to throw? They got Maeda. That's right. So no, Maeda's the bullpen. Yeah, but he's technically the four right now. He's not. There's no four. There's three. But he is technically the four. But there's no four. No, there's not. They're only going three. Their depth chart is they're going three. That's it. Yeah, he may have to. I'd have no problem with Maeda going to the playoffs. I'd have no problem with that. No. No, I don't either. I, especially the, now that they got they got Brock Stewart back. At home. I'd like to see him <clears throat> pitch at home. I'd let him pitch anywhere. He's got he, he's filthy. Yeah, he's been good. He's been really good. Um, The thing – well, you got to remember – so they they got if they get into a jam they got no problem because they got Maeda they got Brock Stewart back off the sixty they got Paddock off the sixty he's back and throwing BBs they can you get five or six innings out of Maeda they still got Ober too don't they Ober didn't make the roster oh did he no he didn't make well, the for roster this, this three yeah him and Buxton didn't make it you get to redo it after the after series each series right mm-hmm. yeah and if somebody is going to be ready. No, if he wasn't ready in April and he's limped around and gimped around and chicken shitted around all summer long, he ain't going to be ready now. Might as well just played him in the outfield, right? Well, okay, so why would you do it? What What are you gaining by doing it? Gaining what? If you put Buxton on the roster, you're going to take Michael A. Taylor off the, out of the lineup? No. No? Michael A. Taylor's a gold-glove center fielder. That's been every time he hits the ball. The problem is right line. now Lewis has to be the DH. No, he don't. I think I cannot play him in the he field. Don't, he should be because after you watched Polanco make two errors yeah, yesterday. Okay. Polanco's got the yips, dude. He's a knob lock from second. No, base, he can't handle alone, the spotlight. Let alone third base. Throwing air throwing air the first play of the game. He was over last night, wasn't he? Yep. And then if it wasn't for Correa bailing his ass out, he, his other error would have cost another run. Yeah. No, Polanco uh Polanco can't handle the spotlight. 
hate to say it because the guy, he's been good. Who but, was Waldner starting left and then they put yeah. Castro out there? Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I I don't know. I just wish that the game, the game could have been a lot more wide open than it was if Rocco would ever freaking play small ball. Should have right from the get go. They could have moved. They could have moved runners three different times and had a chance. Especially and put that brush. second inning. Then you really put some. There you go. Go three, four, nothing is then is really done. Because this is the thing. People think, oh, the pitcher can throw so many pitches. Now, when you're in a playoff deal, it's a different game because your back's against the wall all the time, and it's every pitch that you throw is a high stress deal. The one hundred percent, hundred percent. Because as soon as you got a guy on base. You you kind of go into it's either fight or flight mode, and if you go into fight mode and you get beat, now you're in a big hole. So there's this mental warfare thing that goes on that, and if you've never pitched, you don't get it. Mm-hmm. But there's this thing that goes on and, and it it drains you, and wow. the, and the more situations you can put the opposing team's pitcher in that spot, the faster you're going to get them out of the game. Well, the first inning there was one out. It was 0-2 count, and the whole place was up standing mm-hmm. with their Homer Hankies going cheering. The first inning, and the, they did that for every out. The Blue Jays, the Blue Jays manager, did everything 100 percent right yesterday. They left. They let Gosman go because he, he said it right he, away. When he they gave up two him. bombs, but nobody else was doing shit. Yeah. They're like, "No, nah, we're going to let him go." Well, he's a strikeout pitcher, and that's all the Twins do is strikeouts. Well, right, right. So no, he he did it right. I mean. If if Royce Lewis don't show up at the ballpark with his bat bag yesterday, <laughs> the Twins lose. lose one or nothing. <laughs> oh, one hundred percent right. So, so, all right, folks. So there you have it. Got to thank um, shopbeanstock.com. Get your dirt podcast apparel. Elevate visual. Elevate elevate dash visual dot com. Um, hop on. You need any drone work? Any video production done? Make sure you hop up. Get get hold of Brandon and get that taken care of. Thanks to all our folks over at uh, Team Redline Graphics, the Tamins, and Mister Ryan Flatten. Um, I think his season's done. I think he made a post. So one dirt, another dirt podcast card down the tubes with the season over with. Um, maybe we should get him to the dome. Which let's put up, get a petition going. Get get Ryan Flat into the dome. He wouldn't be scared to throw a ten. We'll just wrap his car straight dirt podcast. Yeah, he wouldn't be scared to throw freaking elbows <laughs> out there. Well, could be a He'd good probably one. have fun while he was doing it, but could he probably wouldn't want to fix it when he got home. Yeah, hey, and if anybody's interested, you want to sponsor the podcast, let us know. We'll uh, we'll get our financial advisor, <laughs> Dan Kalina. <laughs> right? Free space, man. So there you have it, folks. <laughs> get on um, drc.tv. Um, not a whole lot of action going around, but we'll keep you posted what's going on with the points, all that good stuff. Uh, any last words, comments, concerns, Dan? Mm, well, let's see. So we're going to do this, what, next week or the week after? Probably next week. Okay. We'll by finish ne- out. Next week, by next week on Wednesday, I'm going to say uh, Twins are going to win this series. They're going to be split one apiece with Houston. So what are they, Saturday, oh, no, wait. Monday? Saturday, Sunday, then Monday's off. They'll be up two games to one against Houston. Nice. I like it. I like it. I like it. That's man. my prognostication. Now that they got the monkey off their back, it's 18 in a row, right? Okay, one thing before we, before because NHL starts in a week. Correct. Are the Wild going to be worth a shit this I year? I have no idea. 
Okay, that makes two of us. Idea. So there you go. Any of you jabronis out there that think you know something about hockey, let me or Kraus know if the Wild are going to be any good. <laughs> we don't know. All right, there you have it, folks. Episode uh, 26 of Season 2 in the books. We'll see everybody on the flip side.